<laughs> All right, so let's get into it. I'm Doug. I'm Ryan. And this is officially called the Ahsoka Podcast. Because yes. I don't want to... I today, don't, anyway. I wrote stuff down to talk about before this last episode of Ahsoka. And that's all That's all dead and buried, okay, dude. well, here. I just quick question before we start sure. the Ahsoka takeover. And it will probably distract us for about an hour. And then we won't end up talking about Ahsoka. But uh, what's your favorite fair food? Um, man, to be fair, I'm a big fan of like a low rent, 100% beef burger with like dirty ketchup and some, but it funnel cake, probably if I had to get funnel down cake, to it. Yeah, that's funnel a tough cake. One. And, and, uh, there's a food truck around these parts called Funnel Vision that Uh-oh. do gourmet funnel cake. What's a gourmet funnel cake? So, well, they had like a bacon and bourbon funnel cake. What? That was, okay. So it was, it was <laughs> a, it was a cinnamon roll style funnel cake. Like it was a cinnamon roll batter funnel cake. It was topped with a handmade brown butter whipped cream, mm. topped with a bourbon drizzle maple syrup, mm. and then candied bacon. Oh my god! But they had other ones too. They had like strawberry shortcake. Uh, you know, they had a key lime one that was so good, so good. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's called Funnel Vision. So yeah. really, Funnel Cake hands down. If I'm gonna eat dirty food, like if the ride's <laughs> not gonna kill me because some like one armed fucking carny put it together, then goddamn it, the food is gonna kill me. <laughs> Yeah. Also, so, my kids are not allowed to ride carnival rides, just so you know. Really? Like, that's <laughs> yeah, a rule. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Listen, uh, dude, I spent a lot of time at the Renaissance Fair where I helped set up some <laughs> of those rides, and I can tell you how little care I put into it because yeah. I was just helping friends, so I wasn't getting paid to do it. So I'm just saying, that's just one of those things. It's like Kings Island, like there's maintenance people. Those things are there forever. So if it wobbles, people will tell. Mm-hmm. Even the little spinny on the track, like kind of merry-go-round, you just go, it's probably a lawnmower engine in there and they probably didn't take the blade off because earl forgot his nuts and or his, his bolt trimmers so that's not racist the guy's name is probably earl, that's probably uh, earl. but uh but that's what i'm saying there's at least so, like, one earl in every carney troop oh yeah yeah there's an earl and then there's a there's always some there's always some guy whose name was you know tim but then you know oh that over there that's that's thump will and you're like thump will he goes yeah one time beat up a guy named will called thump will oh yeah they're gonna have a nickname everybody's got a nickname one nickname and it's always for the stupid who's that oh that's uh that's That's that's, that's cupcake like cupcake why cupcake oh one time he threw a cupcake of his dad we all thought it was funny how old was he he was six months old and you're like, and now he's cupcake for fucking for, life. For life. That's a very, I think that's a very Southern. I mean, I give people lots of nicknames, yeah. but it's always stupid and funny. Like, that's a Southern thing to be like, yeah. oh, look, the baby's got a Skeeter on his head. And fucking poor Skeeter. Tim is Skeeter for life. <laughs> and then like, he tries his real to make name cool. is Aloysius, but they yeah. call it. Oh, yeah. And it all, yeah, it's like Aloysius Sebastian. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, and then they're like, and then like, and then he tries to dumb it up, but in, or t- tries to like adult it up. But instead of just going, no, my name's actually Tim. He goes, now nah, they call me Skeet now. Nobody calls <laughs> yeah, me Skeeter. Skeet. <laughs> you're like, what? Why would you be, why would you just not go by Tim if you're not down for Skeeter anymore? Or Al. If you're Aloysius, just go by Al. Listen, yeah. I know a guy but- named Pampers. They <laughs> called him Pampers. That's not his real name. His, his adult name is Pam. <laughs> No, it's just Pamps. We, everybody calls him Pamps. 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 But his name is Pampers. Like, he exists. He's real. Oh. Whoa. And the thunder rolled. <laughs> and the lightning strikes. <laughs> <laughs> and the <tug> of gold. <laughs> 
on a sinless night. Oh, man. Sorry. Oh, man, D1. Man, you gotta <laughs> check that harmony next time. So, I'll have you know my voice is modulated and regulated for perfect tone check. and pitch. Yeah, yeah maybe also, check Also, you warranty. remind me of something that reminds, uh, that sounds a lot like the word pitch. pitch. <laughs> you got it. It's just oh, the P upside God. down, if you know what I'm saying. So, but I'm with you on the... Brian uh, said quitch. <laughs> <laughs> Why was that so funny? Because <laughs> it's a dad, it's a dumb dad joke. Hey Ryan, <sighs> Ryan, why did the cowboy want to buy himself adoptioned? I don't know. He wanted to get a long little doggy. No, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> a long little doggy. Quitch. Uh, Quitch. So. <laughs> Shirts that just said two weeks from everywhere, quitch. <laughs> People would wear it. Don't be such a quitch. Don't be such a Don't oh, be such dude. a little quitch. All these, all these quitches and nowhere to go. <laughs> so fair foods. I'm with you on the funnel cake. I yeah. mean, funnel cake is, but you know, I also do like the like the fried veggies. You know, like the um, deep fried veggies. I've like never a, had like a, a deep fried candy bar, but the, it's like mushrooms and zucchini and like you know, they, they throw a whole bunch of shit in batter. Yeah, they fry it. Whatever comes out, comes out. So wait, you consider that fair food, and not bar food? That's like like well, fried yeah. fried veggies, like bar food. So that's greasy bar yeah. food. We're talking fair yeah. food. You're talking about stuff that you can only eat like around children who have too much snot on their arms <laughs> and dirt cake between their toes because for some reason why would you wear shoes to a fucking 60 uh, who, acre animal who, farm yeah, basically who knows why yeah um so uh i'm a big fan of a turkey leg like give me some i want something yeah. like, wa- like fair food to me is like walk around yeah i don't disagree like especially like fried green tomatoes like handheld yeah. so it's fair food but i always consider fair food like something you can't i mean you get funnel cake places but like usually you only buy you're never like walking through kroger and be like i wonder if they got some fucking funnel cake here ever but if you're like walking on an outdoor or like if you're at a, a like a barn and bunk or like something like that, and there's a guy who has a truck and he's like just selling funnel cake, you're kind of like, I was just here to buy saplings, but but <laughs> that looks like powdered sugar to me. <laughs> I was gonna get some chicken feed and a funnel cake. <laughs> yeah, chicken feed, <laughs> and I need about six more pounds of that uh, that powdered sugar on top of there, please. Anything. <laughs> I need that to soak up all the grease, so at the end I just have like a baking powder style mush of just grease yeah. and sugar. Yeah, yeah. man, I do that like keto, Tony Montoya. Like Tony Montana, dude. (laughs) 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 Rubbing it on my gums, snorting lines of it, dude. That'd be the best. Oh, my God. Also, give me a churro style and call it to Tony Montoya. That's Funnel Vision. Like a churro style and call it to Tony Montoya. And it should just come with like an obscene amount of powdered sugar on top of it. (laughs) No utensils. You just got to shove your your mouth, your whole nose in it. Or you could call it the Althea. I would call it the Althea. Just so I take the Althea. Give her a quello. She love me all of her. <laughs> Fucking love that. I love every Italian that's ever tried a Hispanic oh, accent. And then that way, when I do Al Pacino from Scarface, they go, that doesn't sound like an Italian or a Hispanic guy. And you go, yep, exactly. You, but you know, we all know who my favorite Italian playing a Hispanic person is, though, of course, would be John Turturro as Jesus. Oh. I mean, come on. Yeah. 
John Turturro's not. Turturro's not. That's not Hispanic. No, no. I didn't even realize like that John Turturro's a long as that, line as of a joke. Like they they they, <laughs> they oh, saw that? him play a Hispanic in some play or something. and They were like, "That was really funny. We're going to cast I really, him in this." I think the Coen Brothers are smarter than that. I really think they went. You know that long line of things where like Italians are only kind of white unless you need an ethnic person in an old movie. Then they're like Native American. We got Joe. You know Sapolatoni, and you go Sapolatoni. <laughs> Sapolatoni, and he comes out. And it's just a big fat Italian guy. That's and, like, my favorite a, cured meat. <laughs> it's always it. Uh, this is Joe Saplatoni. Uh, over here we got Pesto Brajuda. He's uh, he's from. Uh, now we really are being uh, on racist. this side. We got we got we got Anthony Brajuda. No no relation. <laughs> it's an I and A different spellings because Brajuda Brajuda. I'm just saying. Yeah. So same. anyway, uh, that's racist, but it's accurate. <laughs> accurate. Yes, I remember there's an I Love accurate. Lucy episode where some Native American guys show up to sing what they, I believe, called wigwam music, oh, which yeah. is probably That's, not accurate. And uh, uh, a thousand... Per- I mean, these guys might have... offensive. Very Sorry. offensive. Oh, yeah. Very offensive. Also, uh, 95 years ago, but legitimately, the True. guys might as well come out and went, oh, uh, how? Use, uh, use guys got a TP over here! Like, it was so... <laughs> Like, they hadn't even shaved. It was like, what? Like, get the two guys in the parking lot. They looked kind of not to- totally white, which is weird for a show that was starring a Hispanic guy. Yeah, yeah. Married to he, a white woman. Who ran the damn studio. Who, yeah, I mean. Who, everything about them is amazing. We can get that's Desi, a whole nother. That's literally Desi a whole nother show. Desi, really, Lucille Ball's amazing. Desi Arnaz, kind of mediocre talent that lucked out with who he married. You gave him such a good compliment and then just took it away. <laughs> I mean, listen, he's a handsome dude. He married a very, probably one of the funniest women that has ever existed. Uh, but Baba Lou, like, I don't get it. I'll never get it. My name is Cuban Pete. Like, if, if Cameron Diaz and, and Jim Carrey can, like, redo your set better, uh, I'm just saying. And I love Desi. I don't love him. He was a dick to his wife. But I love oh. I love Desi Arnaz, or um, 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 uh, uh, Ricky Ricardo. Right. I don't love Desi Arnaz. Right. I love Lucille Ball and Lucille uh, uh, Ricardo. Like, for example, you like Mark Ricardo, but not Mel Gibson. I do not like Mel Gibson. (laughs) I love me a Roseanne Connor. I dislike me a Roseanne Barr. Yes. (laughs) So it's very, listen, Heathcliff Huxtable never drugged a woman. Bill Cosby's sort of a big old creep. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I'm at like a 40% of my impressions. I'm only going to do impressions. I'm only less than half. Well, to be fair, the 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 Bill Co- or the Hux- Hux- no the Bill Cosby impression was was body language. <laughs> oh, so uh, listen, I was gonna say let's get into all of it because I have rewatched the entire first half of the series so far. Yes, but Ahsoka, I want to. You mean. Ahsoka, I want to talk about that. Oh, not I will. The Fraser uh, reboot, I will but preface this with spoilers because oh, I'm not yeah. gonna hold back. There's no, no talking around. There's no talking around this. And listen, if you saw any credits on next week on or have seen anything, it's a thousand percent everything that is here we've seen we knew was kind of coming a little bit mm-hmm. but man man did they i wrote some notes i don't want to say they retconned ahsoka because they didn't retcon anything right what i think they did do was and i'll tell you what i wrote i wrote um 
I wrote, I wrote a bunch of like lines that she said, because I was like, oh, this is shit I got to remember. But the one thing I wrote, I said, does this retcon question mark? And I said, it adds to a world, makes it better, makes it bigger, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's all stuff we assumed. And and what I'm saying, and this is my, this is my fan theory, and you may agree with me or not, but the, the, the Ahsoka that fell for a millennia fighting the Balrog as Ahsoka (laughs) the Grey and woke up flying next to giant space whales is Ahsoka the White. And this is not mine. The internet, the internet already said Ahsoka the White. I saw everybody saw the change in palette, the change in demeanor, and and there's a lot to unpack in her talk with her master, who isn't really her master, who is her master, but really is like her memory, the force, her force's memory of her master, mm-hmm. right? That's what we assume because Anakin's not dead at this point, right? In life, he's alive. No, he's he's dead. This is he after dead? Return oh, of the Jedi. he is dead. So after Jedi, sorry. I mean, he's dead, but he's not. This is not post Vader. I mean, that's what I mean. Post Vader. <laughs> <laughs> like showed up in at the end of Jedi, not old David Prowse, but young uh, uh, Hayden, Hayden Christensen. Yeah. So, so what we're seeing is not a. Uh, it's a memory of Anakin Skywalker because I can't believe for a second that that he just got better and then decided to be younger the way he looked. I think it's just the perception. Luke saw what he wanted to see in his father. Even with the change, he saw old pictures. That doesn't matter. So it's Anakin's memory. It's Anakin's life force, but it's her cognitive re- resemblance of Anakin. That's what she knows Anakin. That's why he kept changing. His armor changed. His look changed as she got older and younger and they moved around time. But what we witnessed and what to me is vitally important is because if, if you followed Rebels or, or Clone Wars at all, you know that Ahsoka took her Jedi test. Mm-hmm. According to the Jedi Council, congratulations, and she went, that wasn't a fucking test. Threw down her flaming sword. Well, kept it because of badass lightsaber. Didn't throw it down, but but definitely walked away. I'm not for this. And what we witnessed last night, the trial, the tribulation, and the walk of Ahsoka Tano from gray to white was her test. But not a religiously theocratic test. She took an actual test that the force put in front of her. Mm. Pass it and you move on to be what you should have been to begin with. Fail it and there's no reason for you to move on because you're not adding to the universe the force wants or the force is trying to create. So what we saw was Ahsoka Tano and we saw the very end when the, the water starts rising. This is genius cinematography. It goes a little 11 from Stranger Things. We see Ahsoka. The water, she's, we know she's floating in the middle of a gigantic ocean and it's rising but at a second you see a very light Ahsoka Tano and then the reflection of a very dark Ahsoka Tano and then the waterline equals disappears and they kind of close in on each other because what we saw was the test of Ahsoka Tano we watched her become a fucking Jedi and not a Jedi by means and ways and, and, and tests and scores we saw her understand the universe at large through remembrance of her master and like remembering that what she had to pass on was not a good thing. Mm. So, like, I would. Well, do you agree that that's what we watched was the test of Ahsoka Tano? Uh, <clears throat> I agree with the test part. I have a different interpretation though about whether or not it was Anakin or it was a remembrance of Anakin. I actually believe that it was Anakin, and this is why I think it was actually Anakin Skywalker. Because if you remember in Revenge of the Sith, Yoda says, "I've been getting training from your former." master says this to obi-wan uh, yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> so i've been getting training from uh qui-gon Jinn. and then later qui-gon trains obi-wan after his death yeah and because obi-wan doesn't know how to do blue glowy he had to 
learn that from yeah. uh, from Qui Gon, right? And then later, uh, blue glowy Obi Wan shows up and trains. You know, uh, it's not a memory, but trains Luke. True. And then, well, so we actually I- hear Anakin, aka Hayden Christensen, in Rise of Skywalker, and, and it's not something he's already said. He talks directly to Ray when she's doing the thing. I so I think this is what it looks like when, uh, maybe not in the world between worlds, but when this is what cry. it looks like when, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, uh, this is what it looks like when uh, you come back from the force uh, and 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 join with the the living force, and then give yourself give your former Padawan a training. And I don't think she became a Jedi Knight. I think she became a Jedi Master at the end of that. Or a Master. I well, Jedi overall. Jedi being one who is attuned to the force. Mm Yes, in she ways learned to let go good. and trust the force in a way trust that she has in not the force, been able to. But not just the force in herself. Yeah. And and what so hold on, I want to touch on what you said because here's what I'm gonna say. Because I don't believe in ghosts, I don't believe in hauntings, but what I do believe in is we live in a world of magnetism. We are beings made up completely of electrons. We're our brain fires electricity. We are made of electricity. So is it improbable that ghosts could be like the magnet magnetic remnants of people of sounds that have been recorded? I mean, you know how recording used to work? So sticky like tape and rust. Sticky tape and rust. And that's not untrue. It's a thousand percent true. Sticky tape and rust. But what I'm saying is I can agree, but I don't think, and I I have to go back because I know I've read about the, the idea, but the reason it's called force ghosts and not like spectral or astral or galactic, um, uh, what they call, what they call it in D&D, spectral, whatever, when astral you said projection. astral projection, spectral projection, but it's not, it's called, it's, they call it a force ghost. And I believe it's because that is some, uh, it's like a horror crux in a way that is some of the life force attached to the life force of the person that they can talk to. So basically, it's a cell phone. But I think it's all up here so that the projection seesaw of Anakin, though though the, though the consciousness may be there, it may really be the idea of Anakin. I thoroughly believe that that's not how force ghosts work. Though they can communicate through that, there would still have to be a link and a connection the force had to have touched. I can't imagine that they can, like, I really can't imagine that, like, that we really think of Obi-Wan reached out to Rey, he had to reach out through Jedi who could reach out to mm. Rey. Unless she was just so powerful. I'm just saying, these are all my theories. Neither one of us are right, and neither one of us are wrong. We're both <coughs> doing exactly what we've done for 40 fucking years, which is go, yeah. that's really good, but what if also? So really, I'm just, Ryan's saying, yes, you're right, and and I'm saying he's right, and but I think it's important that there is some conscious. I don't mean to say there's no consciousness from Anakin. I do believe that that Anakin had say over what was being said. I just think that you probably could go back and hear those things said to her by Anakin before. Because I think that's probably how it would work instead of just like a conscience being of like, except Yoda, he looked pretty fucking like happy to burn a yeah. tree down. Also yeah. a thousand years old, so who knows? So yeah. sorry, go ahead. I just want to touch off that I do, like, it, I think it's a, it's a, everything's got to be aligned for it to work properly. So that's all I'm saying. Well, either way, I mean, uh, I just you know, like it. It's good. Yes, it's very good. Um, very good. So, you know, one of the things I said earlier about the series was that I was worried that it was too niche, you know, for like sort of hardcore Star Wars fans and the sort of casual fans would maybe be confused or lost. And I feel like this one, this episode basically summed up all the important parts that you need to know from all of Clone Wars. Like a thousand. It, it said this is where it started. This is how it ended for them and for her. And this is 
is where she is now. She's been a soldier her entire life in one way or the other, and she's kind of sick of it. She hasn't yeah. had a chance. You know, she's suffering from trauma from that. You know, she was a child soldier and killed a bunch of people before she Lots of people. would have been able to get her driver's license here <laughs> on Earth. And, you know, like... I think also that was an important, important because we've only seen Jedis really who knew who knew peace. And this is pre-Luke Skywalker. Because even Anakin was raised in... There was always wars happening. And the Jedi were kind of at the end of like being the police force of the galaxy. But Anakin into his 20s, we can assume, wasn't constantly fighting war. And Ahsoka Tano from 12 on, probably we can assume. Probably how old mm. she was, 12 to 14, maybe. Mm. I think 14 is technically the age they allow Padawans to like go into service and, and get out from like the scholastic part of it. But still, man, I think it was really important. A, they always find the best actresses because that little girl was phenomenal. Mm. I mean, listen, also you're right and wrong again about about the casuals because here's what happened to me <laughs> is that I'm sitting there having a cathartic experience and my wife is watching Rosario Dawson talk to Hayden Christensen mm. and I'm sitting there going, oh my, like I was having, I was having moments. I re During the rewatch, I was still having moments going, what? And one of them was like, what about my training? She yells as Anakin starts running into battle and he turns around and goes, this is your training. And you go, holy shit. I mean, think about it. Like Luke got to practice with bots while they space traveled mm. and Anakin had Coruscant and Jedi temples and young younglings to learn with. And like Ahsoka had war where, where people who loved her and knew like, like the reason that, that the force exists, that not the force, but the, the, the reason that there are clone troopers who wear Ahsoka's face paint as their markings is because they, they lived, they grew up with, like, they know her. She is there. Like, it's just phenomenal to think that this like 14 year old not only went on was a general just because, cause she was a Jedi. She could use the force. So she's fucking general. And it just shows you in that quick 20 minutes, they show you how far the Jedi strayed from the path. Mm -hmm. You're not a peaceful monk. You're not, you're not a, a warrior in a garden. You're a, you're a warrior at war. Like you're, there's no softness to anything the Jedi do from what we see in the prequel trip, actually all the way through the Skywalker saga. Nothing any real force users do is, is for the be betterment of people. I mean, you could say that Luke and, and Ray did everything, but the fact of the matter is you, that's an assumption. We don't know that killing Snoke helped or, or didn't help anything. We just know they was the bad guy and they had to kill him because that's what we know the Jedi have to do. Mm -hmm. But that's an assumption. And that's what the forces try still. What we're, what we're in is flux. We're watching the force kind of fire sale everything. They let everyone go. The force was like, hey, I'm just, this got a little high on this end and I'm just going to evil it out. So I think over the past like four decades in movie time, we've kind of just watching the force kind of reconcile itself, even mm. its keel so that it may start fresh. And hopefully well, that's what Star Wars is doing is that after this run of like, the you know, Thrawn and more of the Empire and all this, I'm hoping we just fire sale, be done with it. And let's move on to like the new generation. Yeah. This Jason, what about Jason? Yeah. Huh? Who's Jason? Well, uh, Jason, of course, is a reference. Well, for in in, in current canon, he is uh, Hera and Kanan's son. Son. Uh, surprisingly uh, less green and tentacled than you would think um, he would be. But anyway, there you go. And uh, he's obviously force sensitive. But he's that name, Jason, is also uh, the name of one of Han and Leia's children yep. in the the Legends timeline. Yeah. Yep. Extended universe stuff. Extended universe. Man, that was a real... Listen, I they could do a one-off of that story, too. And just go, this isn't real. We're just doing a fun... Have fun. They should just do Star Wars Legends. Or keep with the visions and do a cartoon of it. Let it be a, a thing that didn't really happen and it was mm. just fun. 
Because, man, that's a good... The twins, the, those twins is a good storyline, dude. Well, let me <clears> ask you this. Uh, did Kylo Ren kill Jason Sindula? Oh. Huh. <laughs> well, here's where we're at also is we don't know where all these Jedi go. And I will attend to the fa- attest to the fact that also, guys, like an average galaxy's 250 million billion stars, right? Right? Is that what they say? 250 a billion? A billion And billion. of those, there's a Goldilocks zone where like people who are carbon-based and breathe oxygen can live. And we got to assume, unless there were space masks, most planets have like an oxygen-rich, at least whatever the Star Wars universe breathes. That's what most planets are. So if you put that in a habitable zone in the 250 billion stars in that galaxy, like three or four planets per, not even including moons, because we know lots of fucking moons have people and civilization, like Ewoks were on a moon. That wasn't a planet. It's just a moon on a bigger planet. So, so like I always go, shit happens. And we just didn't have a camera there. It, shit, there are farmers farming moisture. We don't know their names because we don't have a camera on them. Mm. Doesn't mean they didn't exist. So if Star Wars made a moisture farm documentary, it's it's existent because we just didn't get to watch it. So that's what I say. Palpatine hit on Exegol because Yoda hit on Dagobah. If Yoda can do it, why the fuck can't Palpatine do it? Right? So like, yeah. so I'm so over like the, well, where like not, I'm not over you asking because I think it's an important question. What the fuck happened to Grogu? What happened to Jason Sindula? Which I'm going to assume is Jason Jarn. Well, I guess not. Jason Jarn. I don't know. That's Master a very Jason Marvel sounds name. better than It's a very Marvel name. I don't like alliteration like that very much unless you're Stan Lee and he's dead. So let's drop it. No more Peter <laughs> Parker's. No more Scott Summers. Let's move on. Uh, so I'm going to say Jason Sindula. I'll have to look in the credits. I'm not 100%, but to me, that's a better name. Um, So we don't know, but like, it's important because <laughs> how bad is Kylo Ren? Because I still attest, my fan theory is that Kylo Ren did not have a redemption story. We've talked about this, right? No. That Kylo, have we not? No, I've that Kylo Ren, say that, no. Oh, I thoroughly believe Kylo Ren did not redeem himself in any form or manner. I believe that the Sith, in the actuality of do what you must, must, not what you will, that's what the Sith is. If the Jedi are reserved and calm and peace, then then Kylo Ren slashing the walls because he's mad is exactly what a Jedi or a, a Sith should do. Mm. Because no emotion is incorrect and every emotion gives you power. Bad, good, that's what the Sith believe. That's how they rule everything. Anger is the drug. easiest to get to. It's a drug and it's the most powerful, but that doesn't mean it's the only one. So if you ask me if the if the dark side of the force is, is opening the tap and kicking the faucet off the sink so it just overflows with water, then if they fight with ferocity and they get anger, angry with ferocity, then all the other emotions have to be. That means that if he loved Ray the way that his grandpa loved his grandma, his vision was singular. Mm. It stopped being what Snoke wanted or what he saw in the galaxy. And not even Ray in like a boyfriend-girlfriend way. He found another human that he might be able to spend time with and he'd never really felt that before even with his mom and dad. That's the whole point of the fucking Kylo Ren story. He never felt in place until he felt powerful because he's surrounded by the great general mother, the great general father, the great Uncle Jedi. Everybody around him is special and powerful and at first he wasn't because he was under his uncle's tutelage. He was under his dad's shadow. His mom made him do things. like So he was just a spoiled kid and finally found someone that he thought maybe he had con- like had a contact or, or, or felt a connection with. So he would have done anything for Ray, including murder everybody in that building. Snoke, Palpatine, all of those Sith faithful, all of it because he loved Ray. That's not a redemption. That's an emotion. Mm. That's it. So as far as I'm concerned, 
He died loving Ray, but that doesn't mean he died good. He didn't die a hero. He didn't save anybody. He just did what he felt thought he should do to save the girl he loved. And so it's not a redemption. And I think we need to see. And I think if they somehow indicate that Kylo Ren had anything to do with the death of Grogu or the death of this Jason, who is going to be a, a fan favorite, I can tell the kid's cool as hell. Mm-hmm. He's a little awkward, a little nerdy and a little strange, which is exactly what you want, like a young, powerful Jedi, because that means he's teetering on a precipice because we don't know which way he's going to go. His yeah. dad was gray. His mom's got tentacles. We don't know. <laughs> Not saying we're going to hold that against her. Yeah, uh, but uh, I will say there are things that I would hold against her. Sindula, oh, my if God. Whoa. My admiration. You're right. My love. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. So, Jason, if he goes to the Jedi Temple and Kylo Ren killed everybody at that temple, then, you know, not looking yeah. good. Not, not looking, looking good, good for old. But also, but we don't but know where looking he went. Good for, looking good for Doug's theory on the fact that Kylo was not a redemption story. Yeah. Dude, if, if Kylo Ren kills that little Grogu, he will be the most hated character in all. I will. <laughs> it will make me so happy because what we'll see is a true bastion of the end of the Sith line of what the Jedi created. Yeah. We will see a kid so torn by emotion that he literally was chasing any car that was honking. He did not care. Mm. I mean, he basically just has ADHD. What is that? Oh, yeah, I'll go. Like, that's it. So, because uh, so I mean, I, yes, Anakin walked in and he, he slaughtered a whole room full of little kids, right? Well, but here's the deal. We didn't know those kids, right? So Could have been little assholes. Could have been awful. the bad class. What he, he did, what he did <laughs> is awful, but the, but the audience was never made to love those kids. Yes. They were just there as kids. The audience has been, the world has been on a love affair with that little green lizard and if he takes them out, man, you think lizard? Whatever, it doesn't matter. It's all the same. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, like that. But to me, that's important. I think Kylo. I think Kylo fits the bill for a guy that didn't and shouldn't have had a redemption story. And I think it's better they leave it open ended like that, to where they did. He never expressed love. He never expressed that he'd found what he truly was looking for. He killed his fucking. He killed his dad. Mm. He killed his dad because he assumed his dad, his love, the little bit of love and. And, and admiration he had for his father, he assumed was what was holding him back from really being a powerful lord of the Sith. Mm-hmm. So he killed his dad. He'd have killed his uncle. He he for sure couldn't kill his mom, but we're under the assumption he couldn't kill her because he loved her and not because Leia's a big fucking powerful Jedi who was in yeah. his head going, don't fucking shoot the gun. Well, he, he definitely shot the gun though, right? I mean, she was in space. How'd she get in space? Refresh Did he shoot it? Or I thought somebody else shot it. I don't think he ever took the uh, shot. I thought it was one of his while. TIE fighter. Pi- it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. She doesn't didn't matter. Die. He was there and she didn't die. So, and yeah. then every, and then the whole world was like, oh my, she floated in space for seconds. Oh, yeah. However, she floated in space. <laughs> yeah. But her brother lifts a waterlogged starship out of a swamp, and that's fine. Listen, I will forever say these fucking buttholes and their ability to suspend disbelief for certain things and not others makes me laugh and will always make a, 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 a giant ship went into light speed, faster than light speed, and cut another ship in half, resulting in a catastrophic explosion that lasted minutes. Mm. Guys, can't happen in space. Well, to be fair, can't happen in our space. Because in our space, fire needs oxygen. But that's not our space. That's some other galaxy made up of other star stuff. We don't know. So what I'm saying is, like, any assertion or assumption like that, to say that someone like Leia, who's probably one of the most powerful Force users that we never really got to see, because we didn't have a fucking camera there, uh, 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 could survive in deep space for a second. Yeah. Also, you don't know how deep how deep space it was. It was right by a moon, motherfuckers. It's not that <laughs> cold as deep space. <laughs> 
<laughs> Science may be a little off on that one. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to say something. Anybody out there, prove me wrong. I'm going to say something that's uncharacteristically heavy for uh, for two weeks from everywhere. But here's what I've noticed to answer the question about why Luke can do all these things and it's fine. And then, uh, you know, Ray flies the Millennium Falcon with some modicum of skill. Yeah. And people are like, bullshit. Yeah. Or uh, Leia Skywalker, like floats through space to save herself, right? And yeah. people are like, bullshit, right? Yeah. So I think it's because people in general hate women. Yeah. They just, yeah. just hate them. And uh, No, I don't think it is. I think uh, a lot of the hatred is from guys who can't get women because of their personalities or, no, personality. I'm not even going to say looks because guess what? <laughs> There's a fucking treasure for everybody out there. So it's not looks. It's just your personality. Uh, but also it's easy to get on the internet and attack women because for the most part, it, it feels like it's of, of a masculine world, a, a male-driven internet world. It's easier to attack women because it's easier to get other fucking neckbeards on online with you yeah. to, to, to attack women. Uh, but yeah, so Darth Vader could clatter moons into a planet using the force and people are like, can you pull fucking believe out of the sky? Pulled, yeah. a, pulled a starship that has enough afterburner to put it into past light speed and he just crumbled it to the ground. We watched Isn't Ray that do badass? it. badass? Super yeah. badass. Leia's in space for three and a half seconds and they're like, this fucking whole world's crashing yeah. down around Run me. Run the whole trilogy You see that Asian me. girl kind of almost did not really a thing. Her sister was probably going to be the hero, but she died, so now we got to deal with her. Get her out of there. Listen, Rose and, and Finn got so not just the, the 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 characters, but the actors got so screwed out of what should have been real. Why can't we just have some normal people in Star Wars kind of doing? Han Solo was normal, guys. We need mm -hmm. the Roses of the world. Like Finn was Force sensitive. Ray is a Jedi. We need people like Rose who are just normal people fighting the good fight. Because guess what? Not everybody can use the Force. We're learning. No matter how much your master's a badass, you're not going to move to cup. Mm. You might eventually, but also again, they live in a world where every living thing has connection to the force. We've been beat to death with everything has connection to force. So how come talent can't, how come learning knowledge, you know what I mean? Like Ryan is naturally talented at strings instruments. He doesn't know shit from notes or chords or he just does it. Naturally talented. Our friend Joey, not naturally talented, technically talented, learned how to play all those notes that Ryan doesn't know how to play. He doesn't know the names for. Joey forced himself using his own knowledge and skill to be become a competent and very good string player. It's the different sides. Talent comes into play, but if you put practice into anything, if, if if Sabine really fucking in this universe buckled down, she could move the cup. Fact of the matter is, she'll never move the cup because she's in her 20s. She has not trained for decades to move the cup. Nothing about what Sabine's doing is ever going to lead to that. Maybe a wiggle. She might use it once to, like, save. That's my, Maybe that's what we're playing she towards. She kind of fart, force farted at, uh, at Hati. Yeah, yeah. And she was like you have no power and yeah, then she no, shot yeah. her with a little missile yeah but, so that's uh, what i'm saying so but a puff because but that was like but that was like desperation mm. she knows that the force exists so she should in theory know how to use it but it just doesn't make it so and again i like we're learning those quickly that we're we're chugging through lots of important information mm -hmm. that we know but normal people like my wife has no idea about any of this shit no idea yeah i mean uh I, I do want to talk a little <clears throat> bit about Sabine, but uh, but yeah, it's just you know like not only in the Star Wars context, but it just it struck me where like you know you're there's a there's a um, a person on Instagram that I follow uh, that she does like DIY stuff, like she renovates rooms in people's houses. Yeah, and like all the the comments are about how like she doesn't know what she's doing, she doesn't know how to use tools and stuff like that, and it's like what. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> we just watched her rehab this entire space and make it so much better. And you're just basically talking about the, the quality of tools that she chooses. And then, you know, with the women's national team, like they lost a soccer game at the World Cup. And then after the game was over and they could have no influence on the game, they were chatting with their teammates and telling jokes and like doing little silly dances. And the Alexi Lalas and Carly oh, Lloyd a- <clears throat> and all yeah. these folks just like tore into them. And I, I saw Alex Morgan posted something about like some, you know, like non-soccer related thing. She posted about like going to some fair or something like that. And the comments were like, well, why, I, I'm surprised you you, uh, you could go to that fair because you're not too busy disrespecting America by dancing after a loss. It's like, shut up. What yeah, are you talking about? Because they're girls. And, you know, girl guitar players or whatever it is. Like anytime, anytime a woman tries to do anything, there's going to be a bunch of fucking, not just men, but a bunch of other people that are just like there to just hate just yep. just hate because they yeah. exist and it just it it, yeah, it's it, like it makes five thousand years of indoctrination of of a yeah. masculine driven world and women can't do it and they how could they possibly and listen i'm over the gatekeeping and telling people what they can and can't do because all of those things that's not how you use that that's not how this works that's not how you're supposed to do that is all tradition it's all passed down from dead people who don't care if you use it or not odds are most of the things are simpler doesn't make it correct doesn't make it right mm. if if me putting a screw in the wall a certain way is incorrect to you but it hangs up the fucking picture it ain't wrong you know what i mean so but that's where we're at but i will say this isn't getting hate for very female driven yeah. storyline yeah very true. female driven that's true and, that's and in lots it's of progress. In, it's progress and in lots of basically ahsoka went you guys were supposed to be the cops doing good we weren't doing good we were fucking the swat team we were busting down doors and shooting people who may or may not be so but here's other stuff i wrote i wrote down what about my training this is training uh then she says is this all I'll have to teach my Padawan? And he goes, do you even want a Padawan? Yeah. That's what he says. Do you even want this? It's not as easy as it looks because he didn't want to pay. He realized it was work. It took, and not only that, but then he has to give some of his shine to somebody else and Anakin Skywalker does not like not being the center of attention. What we saw in probably one of the most amazing Star Wars scenes that made me want to weep when that force lightning and that memory struck and we, those, those clone troopers became stormtroopers and that lightsaber went from blue to red and we saw the outline and we hear the breath and then it hits again and it's Anakin again. What we're what we're watching there is uh, is 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 Ahsoka's realization that that Anakin Skywalker did not become fucking Darth. Darth Vader did not kill Anakin Skywalker. Anakin Skywalker was always Darth Vader. Uh, I know you didn't watch um the 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 Game of Thrones, but there's a scene when the Hound is about to fight the Mountain, right? Mm. And I don't know how it happens in the books, but in the show, Kyburn brings the Mountain back to life in like a Frankenstein style like oh, he's yeah, got yeah. gears and stuff but there's this amazing moment there's an Australian guy who plays the hound I always forget his name but I fucking love him so much but he smacks his brother hits him or something and the mountain's helmet comes off and he's like one eye's missing and it's white and he's got scars and he's green and like there's bubbling stuff because he's basically just like a, a bot at he's this a point. golem he's an automaton and uh and his helmet falls off and he's just a hideous scary monster and the hound looks him straight in his face and he goes I that's you that's what you've always been because Kyburn didn't make the mountain a monster. The monster was always the mountain. The outside, what is it the Joker says? The outside just starts to reflect the inside. Like, mm. that's what that's what it was. That's what we watched Ahsoka in. The, that whole realization was that, A, she was not a Jedi up to this point. She was a warrior. She was a soldier. She was a general. That's not a Jedi. She did nothing with the Force to help balance anything. She did what she was
was told. So we realized a soldier going, oh yeah, I just, I was too young to not do what I was told. Then we watched her in this moments of this, of this pack, like going through all this, realize that even though she knew her master became Darth Vader and was Darth Vader, she didn't realize that he always was because mm -hmm. that war, the Clone War is where Anakin Skywalker did best. It was something because he could use anger and hatred and fear to be powerful and it all looked like he was doing it for the greater good. And what we watched in those flashes was not like her going, oh yeah, he has those moments. That was her going, he walked into every battle knowing he was going to murder every motherfucker in the room mm -hmm. because he was always Darth Vader. There was never an Anakin Skywalker, man. It's like and Sam Ahsoka Jackson said about an AK-47. Yeah, just, when you absolutely just... <laughs> fucking send an Anakin. And then, listen, <laughs> and that's where we come into this problem is a real, real religious theocracy is the fucking Jedi knew it for a decade with Anakin from training young boy to like helping out Obi-Wan on all these dangerous missions. They knew that they had a dog on a chain and at least Obi-Wan could reel him in. He's not going to murder all the Saiyan people because Obi-Wan's going to hold the, the leash. Mm -hmm. And then what happened when there's no Obi-Wan? You get Darth Vader because the dog is off the leash and he mm -hmm. really liked being powerful. And all that happened again, like his grandson, like, like Kylo, is his focus shifted. Instead of hyper-focusing on winning a war, he hyper-focused on winning his love back. And if that meant doing deeds for the for the Emperor or, you know, destroying a world because that's what needed to be done, then God damn it, that's what he was going to do. Mm -hmm. So, but I really do, I, like, started crying a little bit when I realized that that's what they were alluding to, is that's the moment. The reason Ahsoka was able to balance herself, A, and I wrote this down, too, she says, she says that thing about, about, is this all I have to teach? Meaning, that's her realization is, is this all I know? Is this it? Is, is my vessel filled with only this knowledge of war and death and killing and dying? And then she follows that up with, but what if I don't want to fight? What if I stop fighting? And Anakin answers the question as if Anakin asked it. Because if Anakin Skywalker asked himself, what happens if you stop fighting? Anakin Skywalker dies. Mm. Instant. So Katano doesn't die. But the idea is the Force needs her to realize that just because she chooses a different path does not mean it, it will systematically change everything about her. So, man, dude, it was so much to unpack. But that yeah. moment for me is what I texted you about when I went, that's a religious experience. Somebody realizing, oh, oh, he always was. I didn't see it because I was, it's the same yeah. when people fall out of religion. They go, I didn't know because it's all I knew. We watched Ahsoka lose her religion and then refine, man, this is as Christian as an episode as I think Star Wars might have ever, like, this is the fundamental, like, ideal of reborn in a religion. And not just Christianity, yeah. but that's the one that readily goes, no, I quit that. Now I'm a new one. And I think this is boss level. This is, you're right. It's fucking, it. maybe I was wrong in saying she's just a Jedi. I kind of alluded she wasn't a Jedi until this point, but you might be right. She was always a Jedi Knight in the, in the parlances of our time, yeah. but she became a master of the use of the force. And uh, that becomes Ahsoka the Grey becomes Ahsoka the White. So anyway, <laughs> I love that. Anyway, that's the Gand that was a Gandalf moment. And we're going to get that with Ahsoka yeah. because, because Balin won that fight because he's tough, man. And he's tough because he's unpredictable because we don't know where he stands because he don't know where he stands. So this is a crazy cool moment in, in force users. I'm sorry. I'm talking yeah. a lot. And I want to, I want to, no. cause you want to talk about Sabine. Yeah. Uh, so, well, 
I'll I'll circle back to Sabine because I just want to talk about my 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 favorite <gasps> moments. Right. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Can I wait, can I add one more moment just real quick? Because I yeah. it's written down just to get in before we we have to go. Uh, one thing I noticed uh 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 was when Anakin comes red lightsaber. We see glowy eyes. We know this yeah. is bad, Anakin. We know yeah. this is like he's glowy not gonna back eyes. down. Yeah. This is gonna be a fight. I'm not 100, percent but now I've rewatched the beginning of that fight twice, and Anakin opens his stance in the way he fights the same way Obi young Obi Wan opens his stance and starts fighting. Actually, fuck, which plays more to your theory that this is Anakin. I've got one that, more, more thing that plays that theory too. More thing, another <laughs> thing that for sure plays into it because that would mean in my brain, no way in hell would Anakin Skywalker ever teach an Obi Wan Ken Kenobi maneuver to his Padawan. He would never think anything Obi Wan can do is better than anything he could teach her. So in that first set, second part of that duel when he's like Red Saber in, in that in the world between worlds, he opens with a fucking Obi Wan stance because there's no way he's taught Ahsoka Tano. Not saying that she doesn't know it because she fought under Obi Wan too, but he definitely opened with a stance that Obi Wan probably taught him a million times mm -hmm. because he would not have. That would not have been something Ahsoka would have expected him to do is to fight like Obi Wan, and that's some chess level fucking sword fighting because Anakin Skywalker's a badass. With it, yes. I just want to. I just want to point out that that lightsaber twirl in the his start of walk was very Obi Wan Kenobi, and it made me very happy. And I really want to see them together again. I want to see. Gotta, anyway, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. So your so, favorite moments. Favorite moments. First, visually, That's I why thought I turn a game on in the background. Visually, when they pull her out of the water, yes. the, uh, the music, the lighting of that scene, the the framing of it, like I thought that was a very beautiful scene. Like when they when they, I mean, it was just a no dialogue or anything, just them pulling them pulling her out of the, the water. The cinematography like of this whole episode, fantastic. I think, should win yeah. uh, whatever awards are available. Yeah, sorry. But uh, favorite moment of dialogue, <laughs> and this is the one that will play more into my my interpretation of it is uh she says to him right when he pulls out his lightsaber she says to him uh i won't fight you and he laughs and says i've heard that before that's what luke says to him in the throne room in return of the jedi i won't fight uh... you. and he smiles and or he laughs and he says yeah i've heard that before and oh what happens yeah. at the end of that fight is he's redeemed right he's, redeemed. he's changed and that's what his whole point is oh yeah how did i so, miss that i even saw the smile and went huh that was a good smile Damn. But uh, but with Sabine, uh, yeah. Sabine. So uh, I think what's going on with Sabine, you know, to play into your point of like if she practiced, right? Yeah. And and she's too old because basically, let's say this. Let's say this. She learned. To, okay. So there's a there's one of my favorite guitar players. It's a guy by the name of Dick Dale, right? Yeah, I love Dick Dale. He's a surf guitarist, right? And one of the things that pe people will know his riffs, they will know his songs. But one of the things Sleep they don't walker. know about Dick Dale is that they that he taught himself how to play guitar and he got a guitar that was um, had no strings on it or something like that and he strung the guitar himself but he put the strings on upside down so that the the biggest string was on the bottom and the yeah. thinnest string was on the top and he learned how to tune it but taught himself how to play the guitar was strung upside down and he's an amazing guitar player right right but then like if you took that gave him a guitar that was strung the right way he wouldn't be able to play it. And I think Sabine learned, taught herself to fight, you know, as a Mandalorian. She learned how to how to fight like a Mandalorian. She's very talented at it. And now, yeah. basically, Ahsoka is coming in and saying, I need to restring your guitar because you've strung it wrong this whole time. And now she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, yeah. what do you do? What do you, but I knew how to do it this way. And now, but you know. We did, we did see traces of, listen, people were clamoring to see Baby Yoda and and and, 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 and Din Djarin fight. You like how I didn't call him Mando, but I called him Baby Yoda? I'm going to do that because it makes <laughs> people mad, I think. Uh, so people keep clamoring, <laughs> clamoring they want to see like a real Jedi Mandalorian 
team up. Motherfuckers, we're getting it. We're yeah. getting two very competent, very capable fighters who are going to start working very closely together. And and again, what I think we're going to see, the reason Ahsoka was so attuned to it is because I think she realized that the selfishness of her master did her a disservice to her own Padawan. And we're in the assumption that her Padawan will be a, a, a Sabine. I think Sabine's going to walk away because I don't think Sabine wants to be a Jedi. I think Sabine wants to be a good enough warrior to, to be a good enough warrior. Mm. I don't think I don't think her destiny is to be that. I think Jason is the real one and Sabine is the test so that Ahsoka can train Jason, who's just going to die anyway. So what's it all What does all this matter? <laughs> Maybe They're all not. dead. Maybe not. They're all dead. <laughs> what does it matter? I didn't mean to ruin your life with that comment. Oh, no. I, but, no, I don't care. I want to watch them all die because it's going to be awesome. Also, what about uh, <laughs> Senator Organa has given us as much cover as we as she can? Yeah. Remember that Oof. line? It was good. Listen. You're like, that, I know who that is. I know who that is. And it ain't fucking Jimmy Smiths, man. He dead. <laughs> I blowed it up. Uh, but is it though? No, not yet. Right? Too soon? Not yet? What is what is happening? Are we, we're not first order yet in this time frame, so not too soon. No. Alderaan has not been blown up, right? Alderaan, where, dude, where, where are you? Where you are 10 years after Return of the Jedi. 10 years after. Okay. Alderaan is gone. Alderaan places. 10 years gone. 10 years gone. Yeah, man. <laughs> Timeline. The last season of Rebels ended right it's before the, the Battle right before of this. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I keep, but the oh, Starkiller base, though, Starkiller base hasn't happened yet. Yeah, that hasn't happened there yet. There you go. I knew a giant shooty thing hadn't happened yet. I just didn't know which giant shooty thing. Death Star 2 is gone, which though, I right? Think, I think uh, Starkiller base blows up Chandrilla, which is where Mon Mothma is from. I th- I'm, I'm not 100% sure on that. But it blows up yeah. like six planets. Also, what like a Trumpian thing to do? To be like, who, who are my five least favorite people? Blow up their planets. Yeah, blow up their like, planets. It's, yeah. It's such a baby thing to do. I'm going to take my stuff and your stuff. Anyway, they lose. They always lose. Bad, bad guys always lose. Yeah, um, they're dumb. So I also, did I write anything? Um, oh, I did like when Ahsoka said, is this to be part of, or, or he says you are part of a legacy. Mm. Uh, I, I'm teaching you. You have been a part of with all my knowledge, uh, which I've instilled in you and all the knowledge of my master before me and all of information is given to him by his, basically from, you know, just, just well, from Qui-Gon down is what he's saying. But, but also she did say, uh, she did say, uh, 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 is this to be part of my legacy? Death in war. And you go, yeah, that's her only legacy. Mm-hmm. That's it. She has no other legacy. Because we can pretend that Obi-Wan Kenobi is also a peaceful learned Jedi. They sent his ass to blow shit up too. That's mm-hmm. what he was doing when we meet Obi-Wan and 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 um, and um uh, Qui-Gon Jinn. They are blowing. And we're at a time when they don't really get into it, but Qui-Gon Jinn is, is where Ahsoka got to. Like, Qui-Gon Jinn has already passed this. This is all bullshit. They keep sending mm-hmm. us places to die. They keep making us do shit that we're just told it's right or wrong. We don't get to investigate we don't get to look into it. We don't get to make sure we're not killing the wrong people. We're told these people are bad. We clear out a planet. That's enough. And Qui-Gon was over it. And he was trying to slowly instill that into Obi-Wan Kenobi. And then, yeah. you know. He was the living force guy. He was the guy that whenever he had to give his reports, you know, that like <clears throat> Mace Windu and uh, and Yoda looked at each other and were like, oh, God, let's get this meeting over with, right? Because they know he's going to be like, yeah, I don't like this. Right. Yeah. He's going to do his job and he's going to do his job well, which is why they send him on shit. But they're also like, oh my God, he's going to complain. He's going to hate 
hate this and we're going to hear about it. You know, I weirdly, I feel like he's a little more, uh, he's a little more, uh, uh, Gregory Lebowski about it. They're like, well, you, uh, you, you know, you, you killed like a hundred thousand people. And he's like, you sent far me out. far out, man. <laughs> you told me to, is that what we told you? Well, you told me to show up and stop the trade brawl. It stopped like that. Yeah. That's what I, that's what we're at. So like to assume that Anakin like became evil, I think is what this fixed is that we are all under the assumption. It's, it's the incredible Hulk. You got to come to the realization <clears throat> that maybe the redemption story only happens in return of the Jedi. And, and that's the one redemption story in all of the Star Wars universe. Mm. But it's because real Anakin did no love. He knew he did have someone who loved him so unconditionally. He just lost it. Then he found someone else. So like, like, like it's a good storyline to go to, to go this guy who struggled, never having like found the love of his mother again as a young boy and scary and terrifying, blah, 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 goes on to have kids. And one of his kids is like, I don't give a fuck how bad you were. You're my dad. We're kid. like, so to find unconditional love again is why he was redeemed. He realized his son was dying. He could find love again. And he killed a fucking uh, the, the, the palps down an elevator. Johnny, ship. So see you later. Bobby J. Palps. Bobby J. Palps. So, uh, so, but like, senior. Uh, yeah. so senior. So I just think to me, it's a, it's this, not only the best episode of Ahsoka, the best episode of a Star Wars TV show, and so far my favorite Star Wars anything, I think. I've watched it four times now, and it's my... I'm gonna say it also, that duel is better than Duel of Fates. Yeah, that fight was better than Duel of Fates. Because it actually was a Duel of Fates. Like, it happened yeah. in in memorandum. It happened in, in nothingness. It happened in a world between worlds. It happened where Jedis go, dead Jedis go, to talk to other Jedis who are probably almost dead. <laughs> Yeah, it's the palliative care for Jedi's. But yeah, no, thousand the, percent. <laughs> the uh, I I will say that so okay. Uh, I gotta qualify it because you know there's different flavors of Star Wars available to us these days. Yes, right. Yeah, uh, from everything from like uh, Star Wars, uh, the Young Jedi Adventures, which is for the youngins, which uh, I watch a lot of with the little one. Things, Very cute. All the, all the way up to things like um, Darth Fisty Buns. If you're into more Darth Fisty nighttime <laughs> nighttime <Yeah>. reading, <laughs> the uh, uh, the Showtime After Dark uh, version <laughs> well, of Star we call Wars. It Skinamax. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, so Andor is very, very, very good. Andor, right? listen, very good. But Andor would be very, very, very good if it weren't a Star Wars show. If that was a Nazi death camp, and those were trapped I mean, American soldiers building like barbed wire fences. Yeah. It would be as good if as it, it is. If, yeah, if it were not, if it were just some random new space property and not sci- a sci-fi property and not attached to Star Wars, it would still be as good as it was. Still be as good. Right. Still um, be as good. Star Wars, though, the Ahsoka is like for the lore heads, like like you and I. Like we yeah. we really like the lore, and 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 I and I always get kind of nervous when I know something's going to be very lore heavy because you know the Force is great when 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 you can't define it. The Force yeah. is great when it's when magic, it's on a precipice. Right? It, it, like any good religion, it has to stand on a pinpoint to fall one way or the other, or you can't have conviction because belief right. has to be the structure it's built on right and this is my so you know at the risk of bringing up your ire about this particular property or at least your jokes uh so the difference between you know like a star trek and a star wars right is star trek star trek like you need to know how the warp core works right the the warp core has to have rules it has to have juxtaposition verisimilitude like it has to function and that way you know that every time the warp core breaks down it's fixed in the same way so you know like it has to have that sort of like that continuity there, right? Yeah. Um, where Star Wars, I feel like the more specific, you, you know, and the, the more specific you get with the warp core.
for and how that kind of stuff works, the stronger the property becomes because it makes the universe more real. It makes that that sort of fictional property more real. Yeah. But in Star Wars, it's the opposite. I feel like the more specific and detailed and granular you get with the Force, for example, the less relatable it becomes. Yeah. The more of like, <clears throat> uh, you know, co- like, you know, there's this there's this art um, author that sells a lot of books. A lot of people really, really like this guy. Uh, he, Me talking about him in a negative light is not going to affect his bottom line in the slightest. He's a very popular guy. And one of the things he's known for is he develops these very rigid, complex magic systems in his books. And that's why I don't like them. Because yeah. I read sci-fi for the very rigid, like, hard sci-fi, right? When I'm going to fantasy, I don't want my magic to be like, you know... Structured like, and rigid. Structured and have this very defined system. Funny like, coming from a guy who wrote an entire novel about a very structured fucking use of magic in a in a real world setting is all I'm saying. Yes, but the, the, <laughs> the thing is, no, 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 no. But what I'm talking about is like, no, I get, I get a thousand you percent. What what you're like, like, imagine if the the Jedi, like Ahsoka, becoming a uh, a Jedi Knight, right? If the trials were, she had to fill out an application and she had yeah. to pass and a standardized test and she yeah. had to do all that kind of stuff like that. It's like that to so me what you're takes saying... away the magic from it. So I was worried about that with Ahsoka because yeah, yeah. I knew it was going to be lore heavy and I was worried it was going to be like this is exactly how the Force works and these are the rules surrounding the fork Force and and so far it's given me more lore and more mystery yeah. without without sacrificing that that mystery what I mean what yeah. I'm trying to say because I was worried that with the world between worlds as much as I love it I was worried it was going to say you know like this is this is the rules of the universe and if you flip this switch your dark side if you flip that switch your light side and yeah. this is the area you can live in and it was like it didn't do that it still went to the world between worlds but it, it, it increased the mystery and made the universe richer because of it yeah yeah uh so essentially what you're saying is that star trek is like the christopher nolan sci-fi where it very needs to be structured because you can't possibly have fantasy set in a world based in reality, even though it's not really based in reality. And Star Trek is for fun people who love having fun, or Star Wars is for fun people who love having fun and want to do cool stuff. I knew that's how you would interpret it, but that's wrong. Uh, no, that's exactly they, what you just said. You're like, no. it's uh, for no flights, no tights, because we don't live in a world no, where that you shit remember, happens. We once so if you got happen to know argument, about what a quantrillion crux is, and what, what is your we, stupid listen, engine filled with? We once, dilithium we once, crystals, dilithium is that what it is? Crystal. Yeah, it's we meth. once just got so you know, it's crystal methamphetamine. That's your future. In a former crystal version meth. of this podcast, we once got an argument where I said that Star Trek is science fiction and Star Wars is fantasy. Yeah, and you're and, wrong. And it's <laughs> in an the stars because uh, because of the 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 way that Star Wars functions compared to the way that that science fiction functions. I agree. I agree it, that that's a thousand percent true. Star Wars is fantasy. A thousand percent. There's no. There's no doubt about it and i agree and i probably always agreed it's just fun but to fight I'm with you because you're an asshole uh, you're still, i mean you'll always be wrong about everything uh you dumb quitch uh, so, uh, you, you dumb son of a quitch uh, you free south africa you dumb son of a quitch. that'd be the shirt right there yeah um so but no i agree and i think that's why my like you're creative i'm creative i you lean towards star wars even though you pretend to lean towards star trek you do not live in both camps you live in one camp for sure because even though you felt emotional about Star Trek, I don't know that you felt the way you did last night or like watching the last like three episodes listen, of Andor. You listen, there is, ain't no, there ain't no, there ain't no James Tiberius that comes out that makes you feel the way like, 
fucking he said hey snips you didn't even see him yet and i was like oh my god he's here well, already I, I will say that and then he said i didn't expect are, to see you so soon you look you older. are a hundred percent wrong in that in that i do get very emotional when i watch star trek but no, you want to feel smart so you want to live in the star no, trek world no, but man listen. you live in the gritty ass dirty no, star wars world with Which me it goes buddy. back to our conversation about fair food right yeah if i want something sweet i'm going to reach for a funnel cake because yeah. you can't beat a funnel cake but yeah. if i'm in the mood for something savory i'm not reaching for a funnel cake even yeah. if it has candied bacon on it it's not going to scratch that itch star wars scratches one itch star trek scratches another itch yeah star wars scratches one itch <laughs> star trek scratches a i'm bored need to fall asleep for six days itch oh my god <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> So, uh, I have one question, and maybe we can end it after this question here, but... Sure. Uh, so, if you remember way back when, in the early aughts, when yeah. the prequel trilogy was coming out... I do. Even before the prequel trilogy was over, meaning before Revenge of the Sith came out... Yeah, in a less civilized time. People were highly critical of the movies. Yeah. Highly, highly critical. And even in the years afterwards, people were highly, highly critical of the prequels and Hayden Christensen in particular. Yep. And I remember when Clone Wars came out, they had a theatrical release for the for the first couple episodes. And people were walking out of the movie saying, what the fuck did I just watch? Right. And yep. they were like upset about it. Right. Uh, I actually remember one people, one, one person looking at me and saying that was that was just a kid's movie. It's like, yeah, Star Wars is a fucking kid's movie. Kid's movie. <laughs> anyway, uh, but uh, so anyhow, um, now. When they announced that Hayden Christensen would be coming back for Obi-Wan, people cheered. They were very enthusiastic and excited about it. And yep. now, Hayden Christensen, you're talking about having an emotional, cathartic event while watching Hayden Christensen perform a character that was lambasted uh, 20 yep. years ago. So now, <laughs> to lots be fair, of stuff I has did come out. some lambasting of Hayden Christensen. Yeah. But so lots I have, of stuff on has come the podcast, out. I've, I've rescinded, right. by the way. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So my question is, we just went through a period of time where a series of Star Wars movies movies were released and people were very highly critical of them. Do you yeah. think after, you know, some of the properties like Ahsoka and other things are coming out in a decade or so, uh, yep. people will be very excited to see a Kylo Ren reappear or a, a Finn Do you know or why? Rose? I can why tell you why. you know why. So I told you about my friend Alex who, who runs a coffee company. Mm -hmm. Huge Star Wars fan, right? But his trilogy, because he's 12 years younger than us, his 14 years younger than us, his trilogy is the pre... He grew up up with the prequel trilogy. Mm -hmm. So, first off, a lot of those guys are either too old to see a computer or they're dead. Like, the real, like, we were early 20s, probably. Like, late teens, early 20s. So, but a lot of the really angry, angry guys were, were the, were guys who really remembered the original trilogy. I was, I thought Aiden Christian did a bad job. I went back and said I didn't. There were stuff. Metachlorians is my biggest, will always be my biggest gripe. Mm -hmm. And it's because of what you said. I don't, I don't need it gussied up. I just admit that the force is in things and that's it. I don't need science to tell me why mm. it just works i have faith in your faith-based religion so move the fuck on so um so but i feel like it, it as much as it pains me to say uh you know it is the original trilogy for me is my favorite <clears throat> then the prequel trilogy then this trilogy that being said the good for me out of, in all of this and i understand it's for fucking kids so like when they go trouncing on special animals or have a giant casino which it's because they want to attract people to watch cool shit on tv <clears throat> so like giant 
giant special effects and stuff is to attract kids to watch it because it's a fucking kids movie. And I'll be all. It's for like 12 to 20 year olds. That's what it's geared for. That's Star Wars. So like, but that being said, any of the bad in any of them, even the problems I have with the new, with the prequel trilogy are so few and far between and are so washed away by the other, because by the pros. that's not, by not the, just by the, by the pros, but also by the other Star Wars things that help move it along. Like everybody, like Star Wars, any vehicle, any franchise like this isn't a singular path per. It's one big trek with many different vehicles on it. But the journey is the same, guys. Like everybody's moving to the same point. Mm. The, the the world moves the same in that in that franchise as it does the Marvel universe. So like so like to try to go, well, this doesn't work without this. But that's why we're doing that's why we had some retcon. That's why when Obi-Wan hit Anakin or hit Darth Vader in the face, his mask fell off, and he said, Anakin, you were my brother, and he said, I'm not Anakin, I killed Anakin. It was because many years ago, some fat neckbeard on the internet was like, technically, Obi-Wan said that Darth Vader killed Anakin. Well, then fucking there you go. He did. He said it because that's what Anakin told him. Mm-hmm. I killed him. I killed Anakin. Darth Vader killed him. That's it. So, like, stuff like that, again, it's flavors. You don't have, I, there's tons of ice cream flavors I don't love. Still ice cream. Pizza toppings aren't all my favorite. I don't love pineapple on a pizza. Still pizza. I'm still going to eat it. Just imbibe it, and it mm-hmm. will get better because you'll find stuff to like. And if you don't like young Jedi Masters because it's like for two to five year olds, don't watch it. Like it's that simple. Like I will never under I will never get like the the search to not be joyous about things that are amazing. Mm. I watched that episode of Ahsoka and I was filled with joy and happiness because it was people making stuff for me. That whole episode was not fan service outside of the fact to make us feel even better about Ahsoka's journey and her path and where she's at. So like I I don't know, man. It's good. It's just good shit, Ryan. Well, and I I think you know thinking back on the the sequel trilogy like the things that stand out about it to me today are like the things that i just really loved about it yeah to the point where like the things that people complain about the most like i have to be reminded of like the 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 things that i don't like about it for instance are the the short changing of finn finn's character yeah. arc, right yeah. like i really like that uh or i did not like that that they shortchanged his character um i didn't like that the main bad guy was palpatine again like like yeah. it, it could have been it could have been Snoke. I would have been happy if everything that happened in the last movie was Snoke instead of Palpatine. Yeah, listen, like, here, why couldn't that. Snoke have just been a failed Palpatri- Palpatine clone? Yeah. Like, why couldn't it have just been like, what if it was just mixing a bunch of DNAs from clone-sensitive or force-sensitive people, and we just got Snoke? Yeah. <clears throat> and he was a bit of like a like a, like a a mutant, like a bit of a, he'd spaz, or like, yeah. you know, just because he was a Frankenstein mashed up and, with all this DNA. That's a, that's a, and I'm not right, I don't give a shit. And the thing that, with it. that I absolutely love about The Last Jedi is the thing that they back this is my biggest regret but and I think this this flows everything flows from this particular critique that I have of the sequel trilogy which was when Kylo Ren said to to Rey that her parents were nobody they were just junk dealers and all that stuff I gasped in the theater I thought that is perfect that's exactly what it should be she should her parents shouldn't be the princess or the queen or the king or whatever like she should just be the turnip farmer that we're always talking about right yep not the turnip farmer that's actually the orphan child of the, the long lost king no she should be the fucking turnip farmer right? yeah, yeah and that's what I, and I was like this is perfect and then they backtracked on that and the next one and that really like I was super disappointed in that and I feel like they did that because they were afraid to tell the braver story which was the one of Ray the turnip farmer right and like that that's my biggest regret about the whole thing but man I'll tell you what Rise of Skywalker like 
like that fight scene on the the remnants of the Death Star, like with the water and stuff. Like, Fucking oh my cool. god! I mean, visually just stunning, just absolutely amazing. And like all of Last Je- Jedi was 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 fantastic. Um, I didn't the, have, the, but... the the lightsaber duel in the forest in The Force Awakens. I mean, so good, so so good. And like like there's so many great things about the sequel trilogy. Um, and Poe Dameron, I mean, his whole his whole character is fantastic. You know, but yeah. Anyway, I, I think so. I think so. I think it won't take as long as it did for the prequel trilogy. I think uh, because there's more properties coming out in between. But I think that in the future, people will be looking back probably about about the time that this new Ray trilogy or movie, or I don't know if it's a trilogy or movie. By the time the new Ray movie comes out, I think um, people's attitudes about the sequel trilogy will will be a little bit more evolved. Yeah, and plus Neckbeards will have something else to be mad about. So yeah. <laughs> there'll be snide comments and stuff. But really, man, <clears throat> A, it's made a good bazillion dollars. So like those guys hated it, but they saw it three times in the theater. Mm. Like I'm just gonna go back because I hated it so much. I gotta give another twenty eight dollars. <laughs> Fuck, man, that was so stupid. I gotta make sure it was stupid. Like, yeah. so, but also, was it, it really uh, stupid, or maybe I was just drunk? No, I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna... they're just stupid <laughs> buttholes. Uh, but I listen. I think it. I think uh, again, we're at a moment where like I never thought we'd get more Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So like my complaints about any new Star Wars are 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 just that mild and 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 just inept because it doesn't matter because they're going to keep making Star Wars and I want to keep watching it whether I love it or listen Boba Fett the book of Boba Fett was okay it wasn't anything to write home about it felt like it felt like 78 or 77 Star Wars a little campy a little hokey a little fun it was awesome but did it change my did any of that change my life in any drastic way did it change my view of the force or of Star Wars or of the world they created not at all it was on Tatooine it was a bunch of people we've seen before doing a bunch of shit we've all seen we saw some huts we saw some rancors we saw Danny Trejo we saw shit it didn't add to the world it just made the world a little bigger so uh, that is my only complaint did I did Chad Bane though listen yeah, and he was fucking <laughs> and he was fucking dope I'm, uh, and I'm not shit on Book of Boba Fett again like people can say that all the Indiana Joneses are great except for that one but really it's still just the worst Indiana Jones movie which is a hell of a lot better than a lot of yeah. things out there so so but I really do think that Ahsoka might maybe it's not the best Star Wars thing out there I think it's the best Star Wars stuff for this time period right now for like this iteration of Star Wars and humanity and everything that, that is going on they're just it's just a really good thing. And there's enough nostalgia there because we're fucking talking 20 years ago. Like, there's enough nostalgia with Anakin and Hayden Christensen and bringing people back. And we get Mon Mothma, just the undying Mon Mothma is everywhere doing mm-hmm. everything. Like, and now you get a bigger scope of how much shit. I mean, she was fucking spinning plates too, man. Wasn't just Leia. Wasn't just Leia's dad. There were a lot of people out there fucking spinning she plates to keep the fucking. be a bigger player than Leia in the long run. Listen, we know she is. We know for a fact she is. Because no matter what, Leia's still just a princess. And I know that. That sounds bad, but in all stories ever, they do come to greatness, but they're never respected for what they truly are. So, in the eyes of everybody in the rebellion, she's just the fucking daughter of Senator Organo. Mm. We know she's a senator now, but she's also there's a little bit of nepotism. She came from a utopian planet. Like, there's a lot of shit. That shit they didn't even get into in the Obi Wan thing. Like, Leia became a politician and had to deal with the fact that like she's adopted by a dad who was the same job and the same planet, and you know, it. I don't it, the, the name recognition and like there's a whole bunch of shit they're not even touched on and that's the stuff i like that's the stuff i'm loving about this and that ahsoka moment with this whole episode was perfect i mean Mm. hands down perfect agreed ahsoka tano may be the jedi with which the lynch 
linchpin of the new sect of Jedi mm-hmm. come from. She may be the one that teaches Rey what becomes of the Jedi Order, who has also learned from Luke. I mean, Rey may be the fucking, she may be, in her, she possesses, oh my God, Yoda even said it, in her, she possesses all the knowledge to restart the Jedi. So there, it's Rey, Rey is the linchpin. And man, if they retcon it, that all of this leads up to Rey being the fuck, what a big middle finger to all those neckbeards who fucking hated it. <laughs> to go, there you go, Rey did it. It was all Rey the whole time. Fucking brilliant, dude. It would be so brilliant. Well, I have nothing else. I have splattered my do? proverbial load. If you what are you going to do after we're done? I'm off to the uh, Ohio Pawpaw Festival. Oh, and pick you a big pawpaw. Do you know what a pawpaw is? Uh, but you don't <laughs> have to use the claw when you pick a pair from the big pawpaw, Collins. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? There's pawpaw trees all over. I know people who go I've hunting. Never, I've never had one. Like it's yeah. a, it's like a pear with a consistency of a cantaloupe almost. Or a I'm, honeydew. I'm Maybe more it. honeymoon. You'll like I'm them. all about it. Yeah, yeah. And, there's and you can like, like go to Houston Wood. You could probably go to Hawking Hills. There's probably pawpaw trees all over. Oh, yeah. There's a park by our house that has pawpaw trees all over. Yeah, a guy I used to work with, Tully, uh, all he'd ever do is morel mushrooms and pawpaws. All right. Well, I'm Doug. I'm Ryan. May the force be with you.